Um, so I'm going to jump in here, okay? Um, where I'm going, where we're going tonight is I want to I wanna give you a quick highlight of this last year because when I look at, at, at what happened this past 12 months, I see God majorly setting us up almost like a catapult, like, and then like right now we're going 2013. That's what I feel like has happened. And it's all been so strategic and so God. So I'm going to, I'm going to just zip through 2012 for you. I'm going to, I'm going to show you our, our, our vision, uh, our new renewed uh, vision statement for our church, which I am excited about, but I'm, I'm kind of going to blow through that too, because we're going to unpack, we're going to unpack it in the months to come and in the years to come probably. And, um, and hear a little bit from Lonnie and Angela, and then we're going to get to Suzanne. That's what we're doing tonight. Okay. Y'all good? Are you, are you listening as fast as I'm talking? Okay. All right. Good. By the way, I'm Brent. I, if you, in case you didn't know, I'm just, I'm just saying, cause usually we, there's some guests here. And so Suzanne and I actually founded Blazing Fire Church 12 and a half years ago, I believe. And, uh, we're living a dream and it's getting better and better. It really is. So I don't know. Thank you. I don't know if you remember, but a year ago already, Suzanne and I went on a two month sabbatical. Um, after 20 years of ministry, we took a much needed break and, and that was a God set up. I, we were tired. There's no question. We were tired. We were good. Things were happening, but we needed the break. So those are just a few pictures from a family gathering we had and, uh, a picture of me and my mama, uh, who went to be with Jesus about a month ago. Um, that's my two boys in the upper left-hand corner. We spent a lot of time with them. But we just, a lot of much-needed rest, R&R, which was really wonderful. Right when we got back, um, Leif Hetland was here. I mean, like two weeks after we got back. Talk about jumping in the saddle. Uh, because Leif was just full of energy. He talked about um, the baptism of the Father's love. You, who was there when Leif was here? About a third of you. Oh, my goodness. You know, so filled with Papa's love for, um, and he, he travels the world releasing the Father's blessing and seeing uh, the baptism of love and seeing nations changing. I talked to him about two weeks ago. He is so excited because he's seeing whole nations tipping points where, where the baptism of the Father's love is changing entire nations. Um, he talked about the rhythm of pressing in and leaning back. Do you guys all, do you guys who are here remember this? He was talking about dun, 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 dun. Da, 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 da. Now we could go on and on, but you get the point, which is in the Christian life, there is a rhythm going on and it's both end. It's not, it's not just always laying back and resting in the father and it's not always charging ahead. It's back and forth as we listen to the Holy spirit. Cause we need both. All right. And then he also talked about the kingdom about as, as a family and raising up sons and daughters. He started to bring a whole new uh, language for family and the kingdom to us, right? Then next, I mean, boom, next month, Chris Valentin comes. Uh, that's actually when Angela was ordained that night. Very special night up here. Um, Chris, um, I'm going to sh- tell you a few things that he told us as elders that was really important. Um, sometimes the time that these guest speakers spend with us is the time where they're really trying to help us as leaders. And Chris is a spiritual dad to me. And so he was talking about, he was mentioning how on a, uh, with a train uh, uh, running on two train tracks, that one of those is empowerment and the other is confrontation. 
Ooh, confrontation. Ooh, that's a word we all love, right? And uh, he was encouraging us to do both, not to do one or the other, but to do both. He was also talking about, he said, grace without responsibility is a different gospel. So absolutely, we talk so much in here about grace. If you're new here, sorry, I'm just zipping through things, but we talk lots about grace. And it is true. Grace is God doing for us what we couldn't do in a million years. But in the Christian life, in addition to grace, there is responsibility for our own actions and for our relationships with people. Um, he talked a lot about with to us about covenant and family, that the, the church started in covenant, that, that we... Um, we are a family together, and we covenant together um, as a family. And if you're going to be part of the family, then you have responsibility. He, he was sharing a lot of this with us. So um, partly why I'm also doing this recap is because it's going to make our vision statement make more sense as well in just a minute. Then comes Paul Yadao from the Philippines. I mean, this was, we're only, Suzanne and I are only like back two months by now. We're, we're, yeah, we're like we had such a great rest, and now we're already running, and um, Paul Yadao came from the Philippines, and uh, he was actually uh, a spiritual son to Leif Hetland, and he came and talked to us about the extreme benefits of soaking in the Lord's presence. He also talked a lot about family, but he, but he talked about soaking, that, um, that we need to be listening to God's downloads. We're all way too busy. Wow, that's the first time I've stopped talking. As I'm thinking about how busy we all are. <laughs> we're all way too busy. And, and often we're wanting God, you know, God, do this, God, do that. But we're not stopping and spending time listening to his heart. So soaking is that time of quieting your heart down, listening to what he's saying, so that he will give you downloads from heaven for your life. Okay? That was what Paul Yadao came and talked about. Um, I mentioned, I talked about a couple weeks in a row about entrepreneurial sons and daughters. I was helping you to think brilliantly. I was saying, yes, we're, by grace, we're saved. We are loved, 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 and we have a job to do. We've got a world to go, to go reach, and God is giving us brilliant ideas to go and do that, and we have to walk after it. We have to take steps to go after our dreams. I was encouraging you, take steps, take steps towards your dreams. Um, one of the things I that my book came out four months ago. Um, Daddy, You Love Me, which, which by the way, we'll have copies of next week when, when uh, Bill and Carol are here. Bill and Carol do, who I'll mention in a minute. But this was huge, not for me alone, but corporately. There was a breaking through anointing of going after the dreams, of, of doing things, getting things done that God's put on your heart. And, and there's something about, as, as I as the leader was... Uh, was able to do it. It actually opened a door for all of you to go after your dreams. All right. Um, then uh, Graham Cook comes. This was, I don't know, was it October or something like that? And he talked about a sponsor alert. Okay, who was there for Graham? Okay, more of you, about half of you. So his sponsor alert, he was saying, sponsor alert, sponsor alert. Whenever you were thinking thoughts that weren't coming from God. He was trying to c come up with a fun, creative way of getting us to think about, the, to pay attention to the thoughts coming through our minds. Because the ones that aren't good, they start leading us to say things and do things that are toxic. And, uh, and that, that was just amazing. He was, he was helping us to think brilliantly as well. 
Doug Addison comes. Um, we were all up here. Uh, those of you who are here, we were up here crying out for revival. Uh, we were we were declaring, agreeing with God that this is the time for heaven to break out in the San Francisco Bay Area. And something happened up here. I explained it to you before, but Suzanne and I were here. I knew all day long. Doug said we were going to once again cry out for this breaking out of heaven to, into the Bay Area. He had said we did this a year ago, and it, it, it was right, but something somehow s- stopped You know, the major thing God was doing. And we don't have all the answers to why, but we knew it was time to cry out again. And when we came up here, I knew it was going to be different. And it was something. It wasn't just a Wahoo experience. Something deep was going on. And right over here was Michelle Murillo, who came up and was standing next to me. And as all of us held hands together as one, something was shifting in the atmosphere. Mario Murillo, her husband, is going to be here, I think, April 20th. And... Again, I'm expecting all of heaven to break loose. Actually, I'm expecting that tonight. I really am. And we'll, ex- we'll explain more and more of the why. But that was Doug Addison. And that t- <sighs> That was me zipping through 2012. And that's about how fast it seemed, isn't it? Wasn't it for you? I mean, bang, it was there and it was gone. Uh, but such good things happened. But what was that all in preparation for? I, I'm going to throw in one more thing that has happened this last year, year and a half, is that myself personally, uh, me and Suzanne as a couple, uh, the elders, we've all been experiencing lots of healing from God. We've been experiencing lots and lots of healing, uh, lots of just good stuff. Like like if you had asked me before, how was I doing? I'd say, I'm doing good. I'm blessed. I'm highly favored, which is all true. But God was going deep, and he was, he was you know, showing me some things I didn't even know about. And um, why, why was he doing that? He, he, he was getting us ready. He's getting us ready. He's getting us ready. He's saying, church, when I said that I'm going to come in power, when I said the harvest is coming massively, I really, really meant it. See, sometimes when something doesn't happen and doesn't happen, we go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I've heard that before. He's like, oh, no, Really? Really, all of heaven's about to break loose. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Now, who's going to get us ready? God is. We have to partner. We have to say yes to him, but he's the one getting us ready. He's been getting us ready, let me tell you. Let me just say this as an encouragement to all of you. If if you're feeling like lately more of your stuff is coming up, welcome to the kingdom. Welcome to the club. It's okay and it's good, but I want to say this. When, when God is showing you things that sometimes aren't that fun to see, embrace what he's doing. Don't shove it away. Don't push it away and go, oh, I tried to bury this 20 years ago. You know, let me use my foot this time. Because um, you know what? It's just going to come up again later. If he's bringing stuff up, it's because... Are you ready for this? If he's bringing stuff up, it's because he knows you're ready for it. He knows you're ready to deal with it with him. So give him permission to do what he needs to do in your heart. Give him the permission. When he shows you something, it isn't for you to work 10 times harder to fix yourself because that isn't going to work. It's for you to say, wow, God, I couldn't have seen that unless you showed me. I don't like that very much. Would you do something about it? He says, I'm so glad you asked. Okay. 
we have sozo teams. We got we got we have help for you, but really it's you and the Lord. You're going to you're going to walk this thing out and he's changing you. So this is all leading up to where we're going. First of all, I want to remind you of what we signed up for under our Papa Bill Johnson uh, up at Bethel Church in Redding, California. Um, their mission statement is, is this, revival. Hey, the personal, regional, regional, and global expansion of God's kingdom through his manifest presence. When you stepped, I'm, I'm really serious. The moment you stepped your foot in these doors, whether it was for the first time or a hundredth time, you actually, you actually came under that tent right there because that's exactly what a covering is, is I'm coming under what I, I am in submission to you. I'm sub to your mission. I'm a part of your mission. I'm going to help you get there. Bill Johnson, we like your mission revival. And we're going we're gonna to go there with you. That's what we signed up for. And 13 years ago, 12 and a half years ago, the minute we stepped under him, oh my goodness, heaven started breaking loose. There's something very real about that. When you choose to be in submission, meaning under the mission of Blazing Fire Church and me and Suzanne, there's spiritual riches that come with that. It's in the spirit. It's not something I can explain tangibly. I mean, it is tangible, but it's in the spirit that you gain those things. All right. I want to, to release, I want to unveil to you our new vision statement. Uh, on the one hand, you ought to be thinking, wow, I hope this isn't like radically different than what I thought we were. Of course, it won't be because we're still the same. We're, we're still going after the same things. But I do want to tell you that, that, um, couple of things. One is that we needed to make, we needed to make our vision statement much more succinct and to the core of what we are really about. The other one was really good, but really wordy. I, I, any one of you, I, $5 to come up here and, you know, word for word, tell me what it was. Actually, I can't even do that. So, um, I didn't see a rush. Okay. We're good. Uh, but so it needed to be more succinct, but succinct whatever, that doesn't make a great vision statement either. You know what I mean? It's got to be real to the core of who we are. We actually love this vision statement. We love it. Um, and before I even show it to you, I want to tell you one of the things that came up again and again at this elder advance is that we don't want to, we don't want to talk about this stuff. Really. We want to live it. So a vision statement really isn't ultimately for you to memorize so that you can you know, repeat it. It's, it's for us to live it out. Okay. So here it is. Um, oh, except that this is Proverbs twenty ninety eighteen, where there's no vision that people perish, where there is no vision that people cast off restraint without prophetic vision, people run wild, which means we got to have some focus or we start doing crazy things. So our vision encountering God's transforming presence enjoying kingdom life as his family and equipping world changers. There it is. I know first time you see something, I realize your brain is still like processing. Okay. What, what are these words? So let me, let me just look at each one for a second. Um, again, we're going to unpack this a lot more later, so I'm not going to do a, a long job of it tonight at all. Encountering God's transforming presence. Blazing fire has always been, will always be primarily about one thing, about the one thing. 
and that is the Lord's presence. Without his presence, we die. <laughs> Without his presence, what are we doing? What, what, what is life about? His presence, it, it transforms, it enriches, it's everything we're hungering for and thirsting for. That's, that's why we spend so much time in worship. It's why when God moves, we move with him. It's because that's what we signed up for. Um, a couple of thoughts. Um, we want to continue to know the tenderness of the Father. That message isn't going away ever, okay? Because that's all about God's transforming presence. We want freedom for the Holy Spirit to be himself. And let me tell you, that comes at a cost. Because some people who will come here will, will think, what, what is wrong here? What are you guys doing Where's the structure? Let me tell you, you know what? There's great order in God's kingdom. There's great structure in what the Holy Spirit does. It just doesn't always look that way to us. But we want him to say, wow, thank you that you wanted me. Thank you that you rolled out the red carpet. And the more we do that, the more we see amazing things happening. We want to open our hearts to be transformed from glory to glory. The word says you're going to be transformed from glory to glory to glory. Bible also says that God does not give his glory to another. You remember that one? I will. God says, I will not give my glory to another. Did you know you're not another? You, when you said yes to Jesus, you became one with him. That means you, you and he are one. That's why you get to share his glory. It's good stuff. But opening up our hearts to, to, uh, to be transformed. We talked about that transforming presence. His presence changes us. It does. You encounter God, you will change from glory to glory to glory. And we want to go after true intimacy, true intimacy, which is into me. See, look into me, Lord, see what you need to see. That's what we're going after. All right. So everybody just say encountering God's transforming presence. All right. Second part, enjoying kingdom life as his family. All right. Um, I mentioned, oh, I, just before I read that, I mentioned already every single part of the statement, whatever we're reading, our goal is not to learn this phrase or, or, not, or not to talk about it, but to actually do it. We want to enjoy kingdom life as his family. All right. We're going to live it. In the Lord's presence, there is fullness of joy. Psalm sixteen eleven. How are we gonna How are we gonna be joyful in this thing? Oh, that would be very tied into the first part. The more we are immersed in His presence, the more fun we're gonna have doing this thing together. Supernatural power from our King Jesus. We said kingdom life. Kingdom life. Rep, uh, when you hear the word kingdom, that means there's a king. We're all part of a kingdom. He's the king. We're, we're, we're kings too underneath him, right? But, but we get to walk in his, his power. Uh, kingdom family life is about um, belonging, but it's also about maturing. Ephesians 4 talks about that maturing, about, about growing up in all things in love. So together, as we learn to um, be real with each other, and you've heard a lot of real sermons this last month, if you've been around. A lot of real stuff has been shared. I love it uh, because the more real we are, the more God can actually uh, work in us and change us. When we try to put on a good face that everything's good, I'm good, you're good, we're all good, 
The Lord's like, hmm, well, I'm not sure about that, but when you need me, let me know. Um, but we're going we're gonna to mature together, but part of that maturity is in relationships. As you know, love is really easy as long as it doesn't involve people, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's actually wonderful to love people you really love. It's the ones that are hard to love, right? That's where the maturity comes in. And God, through, your, through the relationships that are really hard, he's going to show you things about your own heart that need, that need fixing. I'm just letting you in on a little secret that when you think it's the other person's problem, like I would say about 10 times out of 10, there's something in your own heart that needs fixing too. Just saying. That was a really good word right there, Brent. Uh, and, and covenant relationships. We'll talk a lot more about that as well. Covenant means we're in this. We're in this together. Nobody's cutting. You know, we're not going to, first time you look at me wrong or you offend me, I'm not running and, uh, and finding, you know, some other family. It's like, no, no, no. Let's, let's actually learn how to um, w- work things out in ways that are healthy because it's entirely doable. It's just a learn. It's a learned thing, but it's entirely doable. Would you um, repeat, enjoying kingdom life as his family? Okay. Now, I've talked a lot, so you get to be a little kid for a minute. Because I just mentioned that, um, I mentioned that this is supposed to be fun, right? And as the, uh, the elders, when we stopped at this point in our, um, in our time together this last weekend, we were listening to God and saying, God, what do you think about family? What's this supposed to look like? And I got, I got a, a, a visual from the Lord, a picture. I actually got a song. And, um, and that song starts out like this. Oh, we're going to do it multi-generationally. There you go. And the song is, Hi-ho. Nice. Okay. Um, so I'm going to show you a clip from uh, the Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. But check it out. Check out how kingdom this is. I, I went and watched it after the Lord gave me this, you know, this when God talks to you, he can talk to you in a lot of ways. So if, if all of a sudden you get a song, don't just dismiss it and go, what was that? Why don't you actually find out more about it and see what he was telling you? So I went and watched it and learned all kinds of things. It was really cool. So as you watch this, notice what God was showing me is I want you to have fun while you work together. Because we do have work to do in the kingdom, right? Would you all agree with that? But he wants us to have fun doing it. And in this, in this uh, clip, they're starting out. And what are they doing? They're mining diamonds. Hello, is that the kingdom or what? You are supposed to go out and mine the diamonds, find the diamonds, the people out there in the midst of the rock and and call out the treasures in them. And then when they do finally start to sing the song, interestingly, most of you, when you sing this, it's you sing hi-ho, hi-ho, it's off to work we go. Actually, when the song started here in the movie, it's hi-ho, hi-ho, it's home from work, uh, home from work we go. So there you go. We're working, but we're always going home to Papa. Okay? So, enjoy.
Hi ho. <laughs> so we're supposed to have fun in this thing. We are supposed to do it as a family. And um, one other thing the Lord was showing me about this too, about this movie, this clip was uh, was Snow White herself. And, and in a lot of ways, I believe representing the Lord because you know what? Every one of those dwarves had issues. <laughs> they all had their own issues. And, um, <laughs> and, and, you know, Snow White just had this way of loving every single one of them. She, in fact, a lot of them she loved in different ways, you know, expressed that love. But, you know, to each one she would kiss them on the, you know, the head before they went out. And then, of course, with Grumpy, the one who always wanted to be mad at everything, she was like, oh, you, you know, do, do, do. And she just had a way of all of a sudden he, he was like, oh, you know. He just, she just broke right through the anger. That's the Lord for us, too, is um, you, yes, we have our issues. We have our stuff. He says, I'm just going to love you through it all. I'm going to keep loving you through it all. And you are going to grow, and you are going to go change the world, and we're going to have fun doing it. All right. So um, I brought I brought this up right now, um, which might seem like announcements, but it, to me these aren't announcements. This is about family. Part of family is helping you all to um, do better in some certain areas, maybe where you're struggling. Like I need some help. I need some skills. Awesome. So next week we're going to help you with relationship skills. Bill and Carol Dew are going to come. There's going to be a seminar right here. It's either going to be right here or it's going to be in the fellowship hall, one or the other, but on this campus from 2 to 4 p.m. And and the title of it is He Said, She Said. They're going to talk about the differences of how men and women look at things at at uh, certain heartfelt needs that we have and why there is often a disconnect. It's not for married couples. Um, it's awesome for married couples, but you can be single or want to be married or whatever it is. Come on. If you want to be in relationships with people, okay, that should be all of you. All right. Then next week is perfect. And then Stephen De Silva, who is uh, one of the financial, well, the financial uh, administrator up at Bethel Church in Reading, um, is going to come. I've asked him to come and do a prosperous soul seminar. Um, so that's in the whole area of finances is that we want to help you. Gosh, you know, I need help in finances. Great. We're going to bring someone who's going to help. Okay. But that's, but we're doing that because we're a family and we're wanting to help you all to grow in certain areas. Um, yeah, thank you. I didn't put a date up because it's not in stone yet. We actually asked for uh, middle of next month middle of March, but I don't, I almost don't want to put a date out there because he hasn't given us affirmative response yet. So, uh, but not very long away. And if he can't do it, then we'll do it soon after that. Okay. Um, thank you for asking. All right. So, uh, the third one is equipping world changers. Um, that's just awesome right there. Did, but do you all know, okay, I want you just um, in faith to say, I am a world changer. I I heard you say that like you meant it. That's awesome. I am a world changer. So you are a world changer. We want to equip you to be such that has a lot to do, a lot to do with being in the presence of God. It has a lot to do with maturing and, and learning to grow in relationships and dealing with character issues and things like that. And it has a lot to do also with practical skills. 
identity, knowing who you are, that you get to take the kingdom out. Just a couple of quick thoughts. Um, walking in mature love and power. We get that from Ephesians 4.15, Acts 1.8. Um, authority in Christ to be his ambassador. You get to go represent him on the earth. And ushering in God's kingdom, Matthew 10.7 and 8. You get to do it in power. Um, at this point, I want to actually turn it over to um, Lonnie and or Angela, one or, one or both of you, to share about our Kingdom Training School of Supernatural. Well, good evening, everyone. <laughs> such an honor to be here. And it's such an honor to be part of the team here. Um, as you all know, this year has taken um, a little bit of a turn in a direction that we weren't anticipating, but, you know, Holy Spirit just has an amazing way of, of having his way. And um, we've had a lot of fun working with Holy Spirit this year just to see what was on his heart for this coming year of uh, KTSOS. And one of them was a name change. We used to be called Kingdom Training School of Supernatural Ministries. Um, and this year, we're a Kingdom Training School of Supernatural. Um, I f- we felt like he wanted to go further out of the box of ministry and touch everyone who was hungry for the Spirit, hungry for the deeper things. And so um, that was one of our first changes. And then, as you know, we all sat up here and we talked about everything that we had put in place. We felt like we were following the Lord but there was no fruit, um, and then the Lord gave us one direction, and it's just changed everything, um, and, and that's where we got the pay it forward um, concept, and so we just felt like the Lord said this year, we're going to sow in, and we're going to sow into the region and the, the people of his body that want more of him, and so, yeah. So for those of you who don't know what Pay It Forward is, Pay It Forward is um, a concept of um, we're not charging for the school. There is no fee up front. There's nothing except for if Holy Spirit puts something on your heart to pay forward to the students who are coming in the next generations, then, of course, we would want you to be obedient to that and just sow in whatever you feel um, is being put on your heart or whatever you feel this school is worth or, you know, whatever you and, and the Lord are talking about at the time. And so that is what Pay It Forward is. It's, it's paying it forward to the, to the next generation that the Lord wants to bring in and, and equip. And what's cool is what I, sh- I shared a few weeks ago when we shared it was, uh, you know, it was last year we are going to start our summer program and Angela really felt that, uh, we're putting out our summer program, Angela really felt that, our nighttime program, I'm sorry, Angela felt that we should do it for free. And she talked to us elder, other elders, and Bruce was down with a sabbatical, and so we were just kind of kind of wishy-washy about doing it without them being here. If we would have done it, they would have supported us totally, but we didn't want to really make that decision without them being part of that major decision. And then it came back around this year, and Brent was all over his spirit on it. So that's how the paper four came forth. It was funny, too, because... Where we used to meet was in a business parking center, parking parking building, business lot, business center is an is a, is a office. And we could hold about 50 people there probably tight, tightly, but it wasn't enough room. We had second year downstairs. So we need a bigger facility, but bigger facilities cost more money. And the Angela really felt that 
we should be meeting at the House of Prayer in Dublin where they used to be. And, and they have some other classes over there we might be able to borrow, but just kind of weren't on board with that just yet. And then all of a sudden she got a phone call from her friend after school was over, our season was over, and found out the House of Prayer people moved to, they got blessed and upgraded to Danville, to East Bay Fellowship. So the building was open. So we talked with Pastor David. He was so on board to sow in the kingdom training what God's doing that he brought us in there. So now we have an actual sanctuary to worship God the way the Holy Spirit wants to in school for less money, believe it or not. Uh, and the third thing was is that, uh, well, me and Angela live in Sacramento. So how's that going to work? Because we bought Lord opened the door for us to buy a house in Sacramento, so we live there now. So how are we going to do that, be here for school? and be in Sacramento, but he opened a door to stay with a family right by the school while we're in school. I mean, yeah, wow. wow. That is wow. Yeah. So, so then, and here's the crazy part. I remember talking to Shandy after last, last school was over, a month or two later, whatever it was, and Shandy said, you know, Lonnie, I just, I'm just sensing, I'm just seeing the number 200 for school next season. I'm like, Shandy, we just had like 40 people this last season. You're sensing 200. Wow. I'll take that because I know Shandy's very prophetic. And all the power he walks in with the Lord. So what we have right now currently in our school this year is 190 people. So I don't know if Shandy's here tonight, but Shandy, man, wow. We actually have 58 right now registered on-campus students and 132 online. And I think the father says Australia or then there's Scotland and somewhere else, but for online. So there's still more room for the on-campus students. We start next Tuesday. We shortened the school. It used to be a $3,000 school. We took it from a nine-month school to a five-month school from four days a week to three days a week. So we're going to be on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays from 9.30 in the morning to 2.30 in the afternoon. And we're letting everybody online on campus have the first two weeks with no real commitment. Check it out. See if Holy Spirit is speaking with you. See if you're supposed to be with us or not. But after two weeks, then there are some requirements. Not financial requirements, but attendance, homework, book reading, committed to the school. There's commitments to make. Now, there's a financial thing, too. It's about $50 at the max to get the books we're going to use in school. You have to pay for that yourselves. In between $40 and $50. That's, that's the financial commitment. And as the Lord tells you to sow into the school, you sow in what he tells you to sow into the school. We're not going to pound you. We're not going to hound you. It's not a trick or a gimmick. Once you get in there, beat you over the head, say, give us money, give us money. No. If the Lord, now, we'll, we'll, we'll teach on sowing and reaping but from a kingdom perspective, but you give as the Lord tells you to give, and that's the, that's the bottom line. So what I have right now also in my bag is, actually, I brought some applications, believe it or not. Well, not applications, but registration. So if you're thinking about Yes for Us, that'd be awesome. So if you just want to register and hold a spot, that's my bills. You might want my bills? You can sew into that. It's cool having house insurance now. <clears throat> so here's the deal. If you feel like you want to come to online or on campus, fill out a registration card that will lock you a spot into the online school and the on-campus school. No commitment for two weeks. You check it out, see if you want to be there. It just holds a spot for you. The school, the on-campus school starts next Tuesday, February 5th. The online school starts February 19th. Now, the thing about the online school, you go at your own pace for five months. Everything's going to be pre-recorded. You, up, you, you see the video, you pull down the notes, you put down the PowerPoints, there's PowerPoints, and you go at your own pace. We're working on a system where you can have email contact 
where you can talk to like, uh, like an online pastor to help you with some of the questions you might have. But you have five months to complete the course at your own pace. Is that an awesome deal or what? So if you want to just hold a reservation for yourself, just raise your hand and Pastor Russ will come by and just give you a card. Fill it out and give it to me or Angela where we get a chance. I just want to speak to the online um, students as well or the potential online students. Um, one of the things that we were um, wanting to make sure that we we could offer is some sort of community for online students. And that's been a question that's come up uh, quite a few times. And so um, one thing that we were able to do is create a Facebook page for the online students. Now, this is a closed page for only the students where they can talk amongst themselves about um, the materials that they're learning so that they can um, think through the materials, um, just comment with each other, just kind of have some sort of uh, open communication with each other. And also, there's also a forum page within our website for the registered students where they can also talk to each other. And maybe I just spoke to a gentleman last night, a 65-year-old man from San Jose. And we have other students from San Jose, and he's like, you know, I, I want to learn. And, and I said, gosh, you know, there's other students from San Jose, and you can connect with them so that you can start applying the things that you're learning. So that's one of the hopes of the, um, the Facebook and the forum page of the online students is you'll find out who, what other students are in your area taking the course, and you guys will be able to have community some way or another, um, whether you're just meeting for dinner or coffee or you're going out and putting to, um, putting to work the things that you're learning in the school. So um, that's just one fabulous uh, opportunity if you're thinking about online school. We, we know that being on campus, there's such a community formed, um, but there are other ways that God's utilizing the, the media to do it as well. I'll say one more thing, too. Uh, me and Angela were spent Wednesday and Thursday setting the school up, and then we had some of our interns and teammates come together Thursday, and we began to pray at the end of this little gathering. And I can't describe it to you, but some, every year I know I'm excited about the school, but some this year is different. You know, something is totally different we've never done before. There's excitement in my spirit, and I'm going to let you know a little secret what I'm crying out for in the school this year. I'm not sure there's a note made my wife yet. I am crying to see revival break out in school. I want to see God come so hard and strong and so welcome that the school stays open 24-7, that people just start coming. Why not? It happened in Kansas City. Come on, it happened in other places. I was like, Lord, can we have that here? Can you just invade our school to where people in the world just start coming here and they just have to, have to keep the place open? It goes beyond who we are. That's, what I'm, that's, that's, my, that's my prayer to God for this school season. That's what I'm crying out for. That's what I'm believing for. That's what I want to see happen. So I guess that's it. And you know what? I, I just want to speak to that. That has nothing to do with Lonnie and I. It has to do with hunger for the Holy Spirit and the students, the unity of the students going before the Lord and just crying out for his presence and just soaking in his presence. It, it's not about what Lonnie or I carry. It's about being before him and learning what he's got for you. It's amazing. So I just want to encourage you with that. I think that's it. Yeah, so if you have any questions, come see me and after the service. We'll answer any questions you have, and uh, hope you join us.
At our elder advance last week, one of the things we got to do was share some of our heart of dreams for the future, things we want to see. And I, I'm not going to share all of what they shared. A lot of it was stuff that we um, prayed through and agreed with God about, uh, stuff that you're going to see in the coming years. I, I just know it. But there's no question that it seems like every elder couple has something on their heart about us being more of a regional you know, a regional equipping something, just some doing something for the bay, not just for this area right here. Um, and and at the school, the um, the on-campus school, I, I do know that there's uh, someone from as far away as Oakdale and Turlock. So let's see, Turlock is how long? Is that hour and a half? All right. So you know my next line, right? What's your excuse? I'm just, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> oh, one, oh, that's two people coming from Gilroy as well. Um, anyway, so every single time, this, this elder team, we've been, our, we've been together for about five or six years, I think, something like that, five years. And uh, we've gone deeper and deeper and deeper in relationship. It's been awesome. And there's been things we've needed to grow in, even in being real with each other, that are, I promise you are going to start translating, and they are already translating out this way, in all of us learning how to be more real with each other. Um, but I, I want to say that, ev- or I want to tell you that every time we get together, we've had a retreat every January that we've been together, and somewhere in that weekend together, God breaks in like crazy. Like, it's always good. All of it's good. But something happens, something supernatural. The, the Lord falls. The Holy Spirit falls. And for us, this time, it happened Sunday morning. And um, I was, uh, I, I led a song that morning um, that, that actually we want to play a little bit of, just a, a little portion of. And Suzanne, uh, Suzanne, the Lord often uses her as a catalyst, as a um, something. She just an instigator of the Holy Spirit in a really good way. Something happens, and and she just the Lord just you know does something with her. She begins bawling. All of a sudden, we're all bawling, and God's doing just amazing things. And that happened again Sunday morning, and um, and so I. I but it was, I'm going to play this song because that was kind of a key to something that the Holy Spirit was speaking to her. And then after this song, she's just going to come up and stir it up.
I don't know if you've picked up that we are a passionate people. And that's what you'll find here at Blazing Fire. The name implies passion. What does it say over here? A church on fire with the blaze, with the passionate gaze of Jesus. Okay. Got it. Okay. <sighs> You know, the Lord is up to something, you know, if there is, you know, when Brent told me that things were happening here as far as electricity, I mean, my car completely died. I drove from San Ramon to Pleasanton and all of a sudden I parked and the sucker died. I'm like, nothing, 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 nothing. It was the weirdest thing. And and so I'm like, Lord, what? What is up? What's going on? Why is there nothing? Haven't, haven't gotten a clear answer on that yet, but then he told me that stuff was happening here with the sound and, and everything, and it's like, no. You know what? There is no static in the air. There is no static in the air tonight, okay? The, the heavens are open for us to reach up and bring down heaven, Okay? The heavens are open. So um, last month, was it, was it last month? Yeah, last month, um, uh, Lonnie and Angela shared that vision of uh, kingdom training. And, um, and I was sitting in the front here, and the three of them, Brent, Lonnie, and Angela, were sitting on the stage up here, um, sitting on stools, Okay. So, um, I'm sitting in the front here and all of a sudden I find myself sliding to the floor and I'm like, Lord, what, what's going on? What, you know, what, what, you know, why am I down here all of a sudden as, as these three were sharing and I'm sitting there and I'm looking at them and, um, is Bill Boehner here tonight? Mary Jo, Jim, carry on. Okay. Mary Jo was here? Okay. I was just, was anybody here November 2001? I didn't want to, 2001. Okay. 
sharing the vision at Good News. Were you there, Dennis? Okay. Some of you, okay, there are a few of you are here, but the reason I bring that up is I'm like, I'm like, Lord, why am I on my knees here? He brought me back to November 2001 at Good News Family Fellowship. And Brent and I were sitting in front of a very small congregation. We were sitting on stools, and we were sharing the vision of Blazing Fire Church. We were casting that vision for the first time. And I'm like, Lord, why this vision <laughs> right, right this moment with this, you know, with, with kingdom training? And it wasn't so much the um, only the element of kingdom training, but it was like blazing fire coming into a new season, a new vision. And he's, and he brought all that back to me. And back in the day, um, we had, um, 20 people in the church and, you know, two of them were our boys and one other family, you know, like maybe three other families. And, um, and we didn't know where we were going. Brent and I had just come back from Reading, and it was a leader's advance. And we were bawling there, and the, um, the worship leader was singing a song about pushing all your chips into the middle of the table. For those of you who don't know what that term means, it's a gambling term, and it means you're just all in. You are all in. And at the time, we really didn't know what we meant by saying, okay, God, we're all in. We're pushing, we're putting all of our chips into the middle of the table. And I'm like, whoa, Lord, but so I'm, so back, back here, you know, and I'm like, Lord, but back then it was scary. We didn't know anything. We didn't know what we meant by pushing all our chips into the middle of the table. We didn't know what it meant about asking for the more of the Lord. We didn't know what it meant to just let Holy Spirit have his way and love on us. We really didn't know what that meant. Flat. Fast forward now to, to now. So now Blazing Fire is now entering its teen years. In teen years, you know, we're starting to figure out who we are. And so I'm like, God, you're so good to bring me back to that moment of uncertainty when we were starting Blazing Fire. But the anxiety level, the fear level wasn't there because back in the day, um, I was working. I was working outside the home. Yeah, I was working. Brent didn't have a job. And here we're casting a vision. We're casting a vision for Blazing Fire Church, and we didn't know where we were going. We didn't know who was coming with us. We didn't know where the resources were coming from to do this. But we just said, okay, God, we're going with you. When the Lord asked Brent, you know, I'm, when the Lord told Brent, I'm going to sweep through this valley with or without you, you, you know, right? Kind of like that. Yeah. Are you coming? And Brent said, had an emphatic yes. Me, not so emphatic. 
because I'm still, still trying to learn. What does that mean? What does that mean? But in that time, yes, it's been an emphatic yes, 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 yes. Because we've seen what God has done. We, we've seen what God has done in the last, well, golly, even 20 years that we've been in ministry, 20, 23 years that we've been in ministry. Well, more than that, because, because of SoCal, but I've seen what God has done. Some of you have given testimony of the goodness of God, the power of God, the authority of God. My spirit has been fed by your testimonies. So we are seeing that and we're knowing more of who we are. So we, we're exploring that. We've, we've given a very, I thought it was succinct. I liked it. The, the, the vision, you know, um, encountering, enjoying and equipping. Inherent within all that is a supernatural element of God, right? I mean, when Brent was talking about covenant relationships, come on, try and tell me that there's nothing supernatural about that. When you can say to somebody, I'm in it for your good. When, when the world is saying, uh-uh, I'm in it for me, Right? There is something so supernatural about all of those, the three terms that we used. The three, whatever, lines. Yes, vision statement. Because we can't do it without him. He is inherent in every line. His passion is inherent within every line. So... I was at um, that same weekend before um, Lonnie and Angela and Brent shared their vision. That same weekend, um, that Friday night, I was at um, um, an As One meeting. It's a leader meeting for the Bay Area that uh, Jake Winslow holds in San Francisco. And there was this woman there, and I saw her, and I'm like, I know her. You know how sometimes that happens, and you're like, I know you. And... Um, and we happened to encounter each other in the hall. And, um, and she says, and I said, well, I know, have we met? Because I know you. And she said, you know what? I know you too. And I'm like, well, what is that? You know, I, have we met? Where do we meet? And all we could think of is possibly we met up at Bethel, but it was highly unlikely and as I sat down later in the meeting, I was like, Lord, what was that encounter about? And he brought to mind spirit to spirit. And that's one of a message that really resonates with me is that spirit to spirit. And, um, and so I'm like, well, what about spirit to spirit, Lord? And he goes, that's where I'm taking you all to know each other spirit to spirit because we're going into times where we're going to need to know that. That his spirit is flowing through you, it's flowing through me, and that's what's touching. 
is that spirit to spirit so that there's almost like this instant recognition of, yes, I know you. We're looking into each other's eyes and we're like, yes, we know each other. The same Abba Papa Yahweh beats in my heart as it does in yours. So that was cool. And I'm like, okay, Lord. And he likes to emphasize things with me, okay? So that night I go to bed. And, um, and I didn't think I was stressing out over, over the 49ers versus the Falcons game. <laughs> but I guess I was. And, um, and I was stressing out because they were going to play in this dome and they wouldn't be able to hear each other. And what was Colin Kaepernick going to do, you know? And I'm like, so in my dream, I am tweeting Colin Kaepernick and I'm like, Colin, this is what you need to do. Spirit to spirit. You're going to talk to your line spirit to spirit because the noise in the dome and the crowd and the world is just going to bombard you and you won't be able to tell your people your line what to do. So you've got to, you've got to communicate spirit to spirit. And I'm like, I woke up and I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm, I'm like, Brent, I have to tweet Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> He's like, honey, it doesn't work that way, you know. You just follow. Oh, okay, okay, all right, okay, fine. I gotta, you know, have my boys teach me how to use the thing. I don't know. And so, it was just today that I was like, Lord, well, what? There's got to be more to that story, you know. There's, well, you know, what spirit to spirit? You're emphasizing spirit to spirit. And I'm like, okay, is, is that it? And he said, and he reminded me, he said, what is, what is the symbol for the Twitter, for a Twitter? A little blue bird. Blue is revelation. A little bird, okay, so it kind of looks like a Tweety bird, but okay, let's, let's make it the Holy Spirit. I'm like, okay, God, we can run with this. We can know that spirit to spirit. And that, I believe, is where we are going. That the static, that the, that the electricity is not going to go out. And even if it did, we would know each other spirit to spirit. Right? Danny Silk asked me, oh, many, many years ago. Um, we were sitting at, down at dinner, and it was, it was a very hard question. Because he asked me, he said... He said, so Suzanne, what do you want to do? You know, and uh, as far as, I guess as far as ministry, but he goes, what, you know, what makes you tick? What really gets you going? And I, I couldn't answer him. I got all tongue-tied. And I'm like, oh gosh, Danny Silk's asking me this question. What do I say? What do I say? And because um, I knew, you know, he's trying to get me to understand what my heart beat with. And at the end of dinner, actually, golly, it, the Lord takes a long time with me sometimes. And um, so it was almost when they were about to leave. And I'm finally, I go, Danny, I have the answer. This is like three hours later. I have the answer. This is what I want to do. I want to call treasures out of people. I declared it there. I'm like, ooh, okay, is that? Is that really what I want to do? Can I backtrack? No, I sent it to Danny Silk and 
Chris and Kathy Valentin were listening to. Oh, shoot. You know, they're going to hold me accountable to that. But you know what? Just like the dwarves, it's good. It is good. We are finding treasures like you guys wouldn't believe. But we're going to get to understand even more. Each one of you here is a treasure. And you have a story to tell. You have a testimony. We've been going deep. Notice that those guys, are going, they had to go deep to find those treasures. And you know what? Deep inside you, there is a treasure, and it's going to come out. It is going to shine because we need you to. The Lord needs you to. We're going into this time frame. There are stories of Jesus and Holy Spirit visiting many, many people groups. And I think, um, is, is Cindy Buto here? Cindy mentioned on hers, and I, you know, I, I just happen, I occasionally look on Facebook, I don't read it all the time, but I just, it, hers caught my eye today where she said, Jesus is getting ready to visit people. Right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And they won't know what to do with it. It might be your coworker. It might be a student sitting next to you. It might be the grocery clerk. And they won't know what to do with it. And somehow the Lord is going to give you an opportunity to tell them who this Jesus is. Who this God in heaven is. Who loves them no end. Who thinks amazingly of them. That is what we are cultivating here at Blazing Fire. Back in the day... And maybe still, who knows, we were known as that church. And back in the day, that really irked me. It did. Because it wasn't always, it wasn't said with a kingdom heart. Just put it that way. Euphemistically. Okay. But you know what? I want to be that church. Because that is what beats inside me. There is a passion. Why are you here? There's got to be something that resonates within you. A passion that resonates within you. The more of God that resonates within you that you want. Right? And what better place to go to? To a place where others are like-minded. But oh... When you get in, you got to know that the Lord's going to go deep. These last few weeks, we've been hearing deep, deep, deep things from several amazing men and women of God. How they've overcome, how they've been victorious. And they're taking it out. And you know what? That time is now, you guys, for us to do the same. Many of you have been sitting under our teaching. Many of you here haven't yet, but you're walking into it. And this is what we are going to do. We are gonna go, we are gonna experience God more and more. I was in a ministry situation not long ago. Man, I could taste heaven. I could see it. I could almost touch it. 
And I wanted it so bad. And at that moment, I didn't love Jesus more. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't love Jesus more. I was just in awe of him as I stepped into that place. You know, you guys, this for, for you, some of you, oh, is that too loud? Am I too loud? But when you can see it like that, you know there is the more. You know there's more of him. There's more of him coming. Man, Jesus was so beautiful at that moment. And it wasn't an encounter between me and him. It was an encounter between him and somebody that he loved so much. And I just happened to be along for the ride. And for those of you who have been here for a while, that's going to happen more and more. Yeah, your stuff is going to come up. And you know what? Yes, deal with it, please. Have the courage to deal with it because you are going to get taken to places that you didn't know you were going to be in. You are going to be in situations you didn't know you were going to wake up to that morning. Oh my gosh, you guys, it's, this is that time we're walking into revival. We are waking up and we're waking more and more people up. And as they're woken up, then they need to know what to do, how to love God, how to receive the love that he has for them. Because there's a 7 billion people that still need to hear the message. So let's be a part, let's be a vehicle for him to go. Actually, not a vehicle. It's going to be like the Starship Enterprise. (laughs) Not just any vehicle, mind you. We're going to have the best of the best of the best. That's just an aside. That's because that's a mom and me coming out because (laughs) that's what moms do. I just think my kids are the best. (sighs) So as you are here, um, for those, some of the, you that are newer, as we were in the, um, the leaders, uh, the elder retreat advance, I just want to brag on our leadership. We have some amazing elders and pastors here. We have some amazing leaders overall. But that day, um, the reason Brent played that song, um, We're Standing Still. What's the name of the song? My Soul Sings, yeah. But the line... We're standing still in a moment of eternity. It was very poignant for me. It was just, I, I was in that moment, sitting with these seven others in, this room, in that room. And I could see that moment. For this moment in time, this leadership has come together to cheer you guys on, to, ke- to ke- say, keep on going. Let's keep going. 
because we've got a world to change. For Lonnie and Angela, I saw a depth of an, an intensity of faith. Faith in these two spirit, faith in their hearts, a faith that some of us don't understand. And yet they're here for this moment in time to help us understand that. As we sit under their leadership, we're going to understand what faith really means, how to hang on to God, how to hang on to him and how to let him hold us at the same time. We're going to learn that with such a depth and intensity that we didn't know before. That was, I know the Lord's still going to flesh that out. And then for, for Russ and Susan, Susan, Susan and Karina, what I saw Yeah. Hope. They have a depth of compassion and understanding that is 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 now is so rising up to the surface. Especially if you if you listen to Karina's message, I will get that up on podcast. Patrick will get it up on podcast. Sorry. It will be up on podcast soon. There is an understanding of the deep heart of the Father and how much he wants us to really get who we are, to know our identity, to really know that we know that we know that we are loved children of God and princes and princesses in the kingdom. I saw this incisive, something so that they would be able to cut through layers and layers of stuff get to the get to the heart not to pierce your heart but to bring healing to your heart they're they're coming into a, a deeper level of understanding and of healing through them and of course overarching all of it is the father's love the message that Brent brings, that people will get to understand that more and more and know it, know it to their very core so that when they're faced with a situation where somebody says, who is your God? And they really want to know. They're not challenging you. They want to know because they've encountered him, but they don't know him. You'll be able to tell them. with an assurance that will so bring healing to that person. That message is going out. And for Todd, who's walking away, <laughs> and I want to go here too. Many, many of you here have already 
gone there. <sighs> what? Oh, yeah. There is, I believe during worship, we will all experience, we will all get to have and get in on a third heaven experience. Some of you have experienced it, and I know that we've touched on it at different times after, after, um, after worship, where all of a sudden, either you're laughing, you're crying, you're experiencing something, and it's deep. We're going to have more of that. We are going to be taken there. Because that's where we will get energized. Where we're going to get our love tank filled up. Because we can't go out there half empty. And we can't go out there surely not dry. Oh my gosh, you guys, can you feel it? I don't know why, but all of a sudden I'm just getting a. <sighs> hmm. There's just a, a piece. Hey, <laughs> there's a piece settling on me that. Um, golly. Okay. I'm sure there's something in your heart. Otherwise you wouldn't be sitting here. But there's there's something that I may have said tonight that resonated within your spirit. Have the courage to go there with the Lord. Ask him what it is. We won't know what it is. But as we walk along this journey long enough, we're going to know each other. We're going to know when to use your shovel or use the horn, right? When we're building the wall. I tell you, one of these days, the Lord's going to just let me pull out scripture verses. <laughs> but I know the story. Yeah. Nehemiah building the wall. We're going to know who we're standing with. And we're going to have confidence in who we're standing with. We're going to know that the, uh, that the sword you're supposed to pick up is toward the enemy and not towards the people standing next to you. I'm just saying. We're going to know that. Was that? Oh, just saying. So I, uh, tonight, 
good. Okay. All right. Yeah, this I I think I'm done. I think I am done. So she's going to stay right here. Um Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay here. All right. I have a, a scripture I want her to pray out. Um it's uh, Psalm What is it? Psalm 427. So um, I just want her to pray this out, and we're just going to let the Lord do what he wants to do. All right, let me just read it first. Okay. Okay. So the verse is, wow, deep calls to deep in the roar of your waterfalls. All your waves and breakers have swept over me. Hmm. <laughs> yes, Lord. Your deep is calling to our deep. What is your answer? Let it be a resounding yes in your spirit. To the deep of God calling to your deep. Because he's calling to himself. Yes, Lord. We say yes to your to the breakers, to the waves. Let it come, let it come. Let your fullness roll over us, Lord. Overtake us. Strengthen us. Oh. Let us breathe you in. Lord, we say yes to the more. Yes to the more. Lord, our inheritance, the inheritance is ours. Jesus paid for a full inheritance. Jesus has died on the cross. Therefore, the inheritance is ours. We're not waiting for an inheritance. 
We're saying yes, God, to all that you have for us. Yes, yes, yes. Lord, would you cause us to walk in the fullness of the inheritance that is ours in Christ, to walk in the fullness of his love, to walk in the fullness of his grace, to walk in the fullness of his power, to walk in the fullness of his faith. Lord, we're going where you're going. Like Moses, we say, Lord, if you're not going there, we don't want to go there. Because what we signed up for is to go to the high places of blessing with you, to go to the depths of your heart with you. And God, we are going to rock this world with you. We're going to rock this world with you. You get to bring God's possibilities into every impossible situation that you encounter. I'm going to say that again. You get to bring God's possibilities into every impossibility you encounter. Nothing, because Christ lives in you, nothing is impossible for you. But Lord, it's time that we live in that. It's time. We know the truth, God. We know the truth, but it's time to walk in it. It's time, God. And it has to be something you do. It is a work of your spirit. We cannot work it up. We can only say yes, 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 God. Yes to taking us over. Yes to taking us to high places with you. Yes, yes, yes. In Jesus' name. reason why I blew the shofar, I just want to, in case some of you are unaware of the shofar used in scripture all over the place, but it is a wake-up call. It was used as a wake-up call. That was one of its purposes. So that's why I was blowing that is to our spirits. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Because this, this world is trying to put us to sleep. The enemy's trying to put us to sleep, but Christ is alive inside of you. He's alive. You are alive. You are alive for such a time as this. Nothing is going to hold you down. Nothing is going to hold you back. That's the truth. All right. (laughs) Expect. Expect God to show up in some ways that we cannot explain. Not just in in these walls. Yes, here, but out where you are, everywhere you go. Expect him to show up in ways you cannot explain. Except to say that was God. I don't know. Okay. Okay. I know that tonight was very significant. I know every time we gather, I'm, I'm, can you? See the increase of what's going on this last month, the depth of what people have been sharing to help you all get set free. This is going somewhere. There's a reason for it. This is going to increase. We're going from glory to glory to glory. That's what's happening. Now, um, Bill, come on up here. Bill Hernandez. Hernandez. 